When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. John Pennington enters his seventh year as the head coach at West Virginia State University in 2023. Pennington was named the head coach in the spring of 2017 and promptly proceeded to lead the program to its first winning season in a decade. This is part of an episode from our archives, which was recorded in 2018. On this episode, he talks about the overriding concept which builds the West Virginia State offense strategic flexibility. He shares some great insight into how he thinks about the game and how they put their offense together from year to year. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. First of all, give us an overview of that offense. What type of offense do you guys run? We call it strategic flexibility, and I learned a lot from a lot of great coaches, but probably my my biggest mentor is Tony DeMeo, who uh, was a coach at our rival school here in town, but I've I've always been – you know, a big fan of his, and we've developed a relationship over the years. And, you know, we're an option offense. You know, we don't run, you know, dive, read, pitch, but we, we do, we're always option. You know, we want to attack the defense uh, where the defense is weak. Uh, we don't believe in saying take what the defense gives us. We, we attack where the defense is weak. And the best way to do that is to be able to adjust to uh, attack where, where they're weak. You know, so if they're loading the box, we're going to throw it. And if they're light box, we're going to run it is the basic way to put it. So being able to attack all areas of the field, you know, if we have an inside zone run called, we'll have a quick game and or a screen uh, on the edge. Or if we have a running quarterback, we'll be able to zone read and have a, uh, a screen, you know, uh, to, the, to the field. So we're able to attack, you know, different areas of the field. So anytime we put together a play, uh, it's got multiple facets to it. Some plays are pre-snap reads. Some plays are post-snap reads. We try and make things as black and white as possible for the quarterback. That way we're, we can be more efficient. We are an option offense, but we call it strategic flexibility. And we're, we're, we're in attack mode uh, all the time, and uh, we're, we're strategically flexible. And that's, that's pretty much what we do in a nutshell. Is it Any play we look to install, and it, it kind of goes along with, you know, our, our theme for the program is player development. So when we 
spend money and time and effort, it's going to be in that area. Same thing with our offense. If we're going to put in a new play or a new something new, it, it's going to be, you know, based on strategic flexibility. We're not going to run a play just as it looks good on film. You know, it better, it better be flexible. It better have an option to it. It better um, have something that we don't have to spend a lot of time, like, like the power read. What a great play, you know, mm-hmm. the, the jet sweep power read. But we don't have time to invest in that exchange. Right. Like that, that is a very expensive exchange and that could cost us turnovers. So it's a great play, but we found a different way to go about it. We run sprint out pass with the quarterback and a shovel for the bubble or for the uh, power part of the play. So we run power read in a different way. And that way we don't, we know we can't spend time on that exchange, but shovel pass, worst case scenario, it's an incomplete pass. And then we also get our, uh, our quarterback's not a great runner, so we can get him on the edge and let him use his arm uh, in the throwing game. So that's kind of an example of, of how we dissect things. So we, you know, we, we examined power read and thought about putting it in and we just thought it was too expensive, but we thought we might be able to run this sprint out shovel power. And it was the best play we had. We used it on every third down red zone. I mean, we used it constantly. And um, I thought that was a really good example of how our staff understood, you know, that there's a lot of great plays out there, but what play fits West Virginia state and the power read concept we wanted to run. We just had to figure out what worked for us. And that, that really worked for us this year. I love it. A lot of creativity in that play. And I've seen so many different versions now of, of that power read and what people are doing. Talk me through uh, your favorite formation for that and, and kind of the setup of that play, what it might look like for us. I think we'll, we'll assume we're using the, uh, you know, the, the, the power O, the, the power blocking up front where we're going we're gonna to double a three and, and pull a guard around there. But talk us through uh, your favorite formation for that play and what your guys are doing. Um, favorite formation would be have, you know, if we're, we got two wide receivers to the field, you know, one wide receiver, single wide receiver to the boundary, and we have our fullback or tight end uh, lined up strong to that two receiver side. Uh, and we have our running back lined up weak, and he would be our shovel guy. We have a, uh, we call the, you know, the power run, but we, we have a different name for it because our line or pulling guard has to know not to go downfield. So we have a, a different name for that. Uh, but they know it's power blocking. And so the O-line's running power, and then we tag, you know, a route concept. Maybe it's smash, maybe it's flood, something like that, where we can, uh, uh, you know, run it with that two-receiver side. And we use the fullback and the tight end to uh, basically be our sprint protection guy. So he's going to arc release for any edge blitzer. Uh, the best thing about this part of it is we have a bear answer built in. So if we get bear – our, running, our quarterback automatically moves the tight end or fullback uh, up towards the line of scrimmage, and now he is involved in the power blocking scheme. So we're able to block, you know, uh, seven guys uh, by reading the inmate on the line of scrimmage, and now uh, we have a bear answer, and we can use that fullback basically in our, uh, in our, in our sprint protection, and, or we can use them in the power blocking scheme based on the front that we get uh, from the defense we're seeing. So once again, that's kind of our strategic flexibility built in right there. But we run sprint to the field. We read the end man on the line of scrimmage. If he squeezes with that down block, then uh, our quarterback is basically you know free with a lead blocker to to make a, a throw and have a great look at that throw. And then you know we can have some man beating concepts over there. And then if the end comes upfield with the quarterback, then we shovel it to our running back and he makes a go call. Uh, so that pulling guard knows that uh, he can go downfield and hit somebody. Got it. And, and your fullback's responsibility in that, what is he doing? He's arc releasing uh, to pick up any edge blitz. So if we got edge blitz and the end pinched, the quarter, that would tell the quarterback, 
he'd be reading the end. So the end would tell him to not shovel and stay on the run to throw. So the fullback would pick up any edge blitz coming at the quarterback's face. And if we did get bare, he would move up towards the line of scrimmage and become a down block. You know, he'd be down to the second backer in the box. I love it. Coach, now will you implement uh, sprint out as well? Do you have that kind of as a separate component of the offense? Well, we, we do sprint out differently. Um, when we do sprint out, our O-line is always moving in the opposite direction, which um, may be a little bit uh, different. But I, I just don't really – not a big fan of the, you know, the, the old-school sprint protection, 80 and 90 protection. So we, we run – when we run that power play, that's basically how we run our sprint out pass. Yeah. I mean, 90% of the time the end crashes with our tackle because we do run some gap scheme and he's, you know, ends are taught to squeeze and shove that tackle down so we can't kick him out. And uh, so they do that, and our quarterback's pretty much running free um, 90% of the time. So that, that's basically how we run our sprint pass. We also run – we have, we have a quick game to one side and a boot to the other. And mm-hmm. the O-line is running quick game protection to the quick game side, so they're going away from the boot. And the tight end or fullback and running back are running that same kind of sprint protection where they're arc-releasing – and uh, the quarterback either throws the quick game or pumps and boots out to the field. So all our sprint is not your true 80 and 90 sprint protection. It's, it's got some kind of play built in with it. Yeah. Um, we feel like that helps us get the edge. Absolutely. I, I love it. I know sprint out for me, having coached um, you know, at college level, I had some quarterbacks who um, were undersized, kind of like that 5'9 that to maybe 6-foot range. And for me, the whole idea was like, you know, they're good, decent runners. They could use their legs to get the edge. But, you know, we always talk about moving the launch point and things like that. What I found is like if you didn't have really, a, you know, sometimes an extra block or a good plan to really blunt that edge, that guy is just running in a pocket. So the launch point might be changing, but the vision down the field isn't getting any different, especially for that shorter guy. So we started to use that, uh, that uh, you know, that boot quick boot game, which I think, you know, going back, Tony DeMeo has been doing that for a long time, but, yeah. uh, you know, we started to utilize that, um, to, uh, to get our guy out on the edge clean. And I, I so I love the idea of using the power read with that too. And in anything, which kind of helps you get out in space. I mean, now you have a guy out in space, he's a, a threat, you know, and, and he's got a better view at some of those targets out there. That's exactly right. And, and our quarterback last year, didn't wasn't a great uh, a great quarterback all time leading passer, but he didn't see well down the field in the pocket. That wasn't his uh, one of his strengths. His strengths was you know he had some athleticism, so getting him on the run, he was very accurate when he knew where to go with the ball, which was most of the time because he was a great student of the game. But like you said, he, now you're not you're changing the launch point, but you're not really you know you're not changing the vision part of it. And that right. was you know we 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 got all that from Tony DeMeo. I mean that was you know that that quick game boot was all from him. Uh, and and uh, we kind of grew from there, and that's how we decided to do the power read. And you know, once again, we got that power read, that version of the power read from uh, Dustin Ward, who was a coordinator at Concord. Now he's at uh, Catawba, uh, but he got you know he got that from Pitt, and he taught it to us. And that's you know that's how that's why this I love this podcast. Is guys sharing ideas and uh, how they can use it in their system. Absolutely, and and obviously, uh, you told me before you do listen to the podcast. So I'm sure you tuned into. Uh, Tony DeMeo, you know, if if uh, if you're going to talk with Coach DeMeo, you got to clear out some time. I think you know that story. Because <laughs> Coach DeMeo oh, yeah. got so many interesting stories. And I think when he was talking to me about that particular play, 
he told me a story about uh, of Bill Walsh and how he taught that play to Bill Walsh. I thought, wow, that that's amazing. And Tony's just got some great experiences. I'll, I'll put the uh, the links to his two podcasts in our, our show notes here, uh, so our listeners can go back to that. But I highly recommend listening to Coach DeMeo, not just for uh, the knowledge part of it, but uh, he's very entertaining as well. Well, his his outside the box thinking just blew me away, and I and it. He reminded me a lot of myself as far as not wanting to follow the norm. And, you know, I just thought this is – and what he's talking about lines up with me perfectly. Now, I didn't – you know, and he was always adamant about do it how you want to do it. But I, I think this is the best way to be efficient on offense. And, you know, I, I realize at West Virginia State we may not be able to have the talent of a Texas A&M Commerce, you know, or, you know, the won the national title. And so we got to find, you know, another way. So we're going to win championships here. It's just – we got to find the best way to do that. And it's not going to be, you know, the ability to get, you know, the best recruits in the country. I and mean, we're going to get some good ones, but uh, it's going to be based on developing players and, and having a system that works for us. Please check our show notes for more from Coach Pennington. We have three episodes. One we recently did in January, recruiting NIL and building culture. Some great insight into some of the things that have changed in the landscape of college football. Small wins equals big gains and six keys for red zone success. Three excellent episodes. We also put a link to his RPO course in the show notes and links to our episodes with Coach DeMeo. Follow all we're doing on coachandcoordinator.com and follow me on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski.